All right, so we are on a, another episode of Raw Emotion. I'm your host, Derek Chappelle, and today we have a special guest, and hopefully I don't mess up uh, your last name. I should have asked you this before we started recording. Uh, Sophia Livishitz? You got it. I got it. All right. Yeah. All right, and Sophia... Um, I'm going to have you go ahead and kind of introduce yourself and, you know, let let us know kind of what you do and who you are and um, and what we're going to be talking about today is really um, a healing modality that you use called um, quantum healing hypnosis technique. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that a little bit and just kind of get into some some fun um mind body spirit type conversation beautiful i'm ready so um yeah you already mentioned i'm sophia lifshitz i am level two quantum healing hypnosis practitioner um just to a little bit a tiny bit of history of about quantum healing hypnosis technique it was uh, developed by late dolores cannon um and she started doing hypnosis working with hypnosis back in the 60s so you know back in the day where you know what we see in in the movies someone then uh, like dangling something in front of you kind of time yep. <laughs> yes yep, that's and the way then, i know hypnosis you just uh, dangle a little watch yeah, yeah and right <laughs> you get into this trance yeah <laughs> miraculously right um but yeah so she um she she was studying um um hypnosis all of whatever was available in the 70s and i believe the 80s and then she decided that it takes too long (laughs) so she kind of decided to come up with her own technique um which is now why did she start doing hypnosis like what was the whole reasoning for her doing it in the first place so in the first place, she was doing it in the 60s. It was like really her husband. Um, I, I believe he was making kind of like making extra money because he was in the military. And it was really used for um, getting to people to lose weight or to stop smoking. Hmm. And one and she would help him out. Um, and one day they had a, a client where um, a doctor referred a client to them she need this woman needed to have a surgery but she couldn't stop eating so they needed to kind of i guess hypnotize her into stopping stopping eating constantly <laughs> like overeating and I, when i have that problem sometimes myself <laughs> so when they when they kind of put her under she unexpectedly to them for them got into this weird state they didn't know what was happening because that's not that wasn't kind of known at that time right so um she was a somnambulist a somnambulist is a person who is who can go into a very deep state of trance very quickly and not only that but um she kind of dropped into and became a different person kind of like but i believe it was she she was talking about someone or describing someone in 1930s so that's where kind of the past life regression came through right and they're like what's going on so they worked right. for her for, with her with some time and Dolores actually wrote several books about her sessions and that's one of the books of hers it's called five lives remembered it actually talks about that first client that they had where they well she wasn't their first client but she was the first client where they kind of got to this state where they didn't know what's going on but they decided to go ahead and explore it and she went to five past lives not only that they were were also able to get to this her into the state of trance right it was really deep where she was able they were able to speak to this all-knowing part of her Right? Her, we can call it however you want. We can call it our soul. We can call it um, our intuition because consciously we feel our intuition. Or we can call it higher self. She called it subconscious. I'm, I'm conscious of that word subconscious because in psychology it means something different. right? But she called it subconscious later on. Um, and that subconscious, in that subconscious state, they were able to find out why this woman is having issues with her weight. Um, they were able to help her in other different ways or um, 
as to what to do in order to start losing weight, whether it's needed. And I, to be honest with you, I read that book a while back, so I can't remember as to why, but they were able to help her this way. So, so through a, so through a past life, hmm? that past life was able to give direction on how they could lose weight in this current life. Yes. It gave her a reason as to why she's overeating because she didn't know why. Hmm. And, um, I'm trying to remember cause I don't want to be incorrect. I can't remember why, but usually a lot of times it, it might be that you were starving in the past life, for example. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and it kind of drags on to this life where you're like, well, I constantly need to eat because there's not enough food because that thought, food. Mm -hmm. yes, that thought of I need food, where's the food kind of stayed with you from past life. Um, so there's kind of many different reasons that can go with it. Um, also, really overeating and having weight is hiding, right? not wanting to be noticed, which is kind of a... a odd right because the more you eat the sort of bigger you become but it's really you want to be unnoticed right because less attractive less attractive right the more you eat less attractive you are um and therefore that's what i guess we think inside right the less attractive we are we won't be noticed but in truth you are noticed more i like it's a you know but that's also one of the reasons if we talk about why people overeat yeah now <clears throat> see so we're gonna talk we're gonna get into this a little bit <clears throat> is anybody listening to the show might for the first time be hearing about past life stuff <clears throat> really and uh you know <laughs> right <laughs> and uh it can be kind of a, a very um, paradigm breaking thought process to think about past life especially if you are part of a religion a religious practice that really kind of talks down the past life um, conversation and, and quiets it down as if it's it's something bad to even talk about to even discuss so there's a lot of people that are going to be kind of struggling with that so I think it's a great time, though, to be talking about this because I don't know if you know this or not, but just recently, through the Freedom of Information Act, CIA released this 26-page document in regards to transcendental meditation, to the gateway process, and hemisync. So I don't know if you knew that or not. Is that the one that you sent me? I read only like the first page. Yeah. 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 I should have I sent that to you a little bit earlier, but I was really, I have been just reading this thing from top to bottom. And this, this is not getting any mainstream news, of course. I mean, they're talking about it in like little forums like Reddit and stuff like that. But this is groundbreaking stuff because here is this, government institution that is essentially admitting out-of-body experiences exist multi-dimensions exist that we can access them we can access different lives they talk about time not being linear all of this is spelled out in this document 26 pages so I implore you anybody that's you know, just starting to have these questions. This doesn't seem right. It goes against everything you hear, but something in your gut tells you there's something to it. Do the research yourself. Because yeah. the information is out there. And we are coming into a time where all of this information we need. And, and I mean, we're in strange times right now, right? We're, we got a lot of stuff going on. And I think more now than any time is the time that we need to figure out and find out rediscover our power and i think that's a big part of what you're doing is you're helping people rediscover their power reclaim their power re re helping them reclaim um control regain control over their lives because we do have control mm -hmm. 
right yes. so anyway not to segue off too much but <laughs> um i've got that document pulled up too so it, because i think it's going to parallel a lot of the stuff that you're going to talk about with your techniques and everything mm-hmm. with what they discover really fascinating stuff so just read it when you get a chance i will no no definitely will because i started reading it and um, you mentioned about the parallel uh, right realities and all of those um and what's interesting um dolores got that information as well through her sessions right um again this information just to explain the way this works i don't channel right practitioners don't channel we don't do anything right we guide a person it's like on a journey into a, a deep trance and all information comes from the client and um so dolores did thousands of uh, regression sessions um and healing sessions of course uh, but she also wrote books and she actually has five books it's called convoluted universe and it talks about what you just said it talks about um the fact that the idea of that the time is not linear that everything is happening at the same time it talks about so it's really a, a kind of mind-bending stuff like you're reading it and you don't understand it uh, but it's but it's still somewhere on the back of your head. It's like, okay, after a couple of days you were like, okay, that makes sense. Because there's also an idea of parallel lives happening, meaning that we all make choices. We are on earth. This is the school. Let's call it a school, right? Mm-hmm. Where we have free will, right? So we all make choices. So whenever we do have a, a very difficult choice to make, right we spoke about it before right let's say you're in a marriage get divorced not get divorced right so if you right now decide you know that's time i think i'm ready to get divorced right so you are gonna go um take the path of divorce but right at that time and parallel life gets created where you don't get divorced (laughs) and it's getting kind of lived right at the same time and we we make these decisions constantly so if we think about it it really splits and splits and splits and splits um because that going one way to work versus going a different way yes but the energy is still there therefore it splits and it creates it different life is created right so um so those books kind of like and it's interesting that now it's like proof from you know, government proof, right? That yes, this is all real, and they've been doing this for a while, kind of thing. Yes, yes, and I mean, it's basic quantum physics. Yes, I mean, they just you break it down to the very, very base of of quantum physics. You have an atom that splits because you see it, you vision it going a certain direction, mm-hmm. just because you see it. it it splits and there's two different things happening. Um, I probably explained that really jacked up, but just no, but it makes sense, right? We see that it splits, right? We see it because we're the type of people, right? Humans were like, show me, right? Mm-hmm. Show me that it exists kind of thing, right? right? So yeah, we can see the atom, atom splitting and then it's going to split more and then it's going to split more and we actually can, the same happens with decision making. Like, how important is it now in, in the time that we're living in to rely on more than just our five senses? Right? Because we're being bombarded uh, constantly with so much information and disinformation. Um, that sixth sense, as we call it, is what you have to tune into more and more more to help guide your life i mean it's just really as simple as that i think right it's always there for you that's the thing it's Mm -hmm. kind of like a guiding light right that's always there and it's always there to keep you on the path and what i found interesting a lot of times we have these ideas of what's right or wrong right? right what's better or worse and when when, so when clients do come, I ask them to bring questions that they might have for their higher self, right? 
can be different questions. It can be about relationships, about um, uh, what's my path in life, right? What am I here for kind of thing? Uh, why this happened? So, and a lot of times people ask, well, was this right? Did I do this right? Or the fact that I went left, was that right? And the answer is still the same. Higher self, and it doesn't matter which clan comes, right? Because the higher self, we're all one, right? It's all one. So the answer is always the same. There's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad, right? So it's a choice, right? It's right. Was it right for you to go left or was it wrong for you to go left, right? There's no, it's a choice. You made a choice and that's it, right? The same as good or bad, it might be bad for you, right? But it's, but it's good for someone else. Right, and the same goes with good, right? It might be good for you, but for someone else it's not. It's like two sides of a coin. But we don't understand that we're very much, you know, what's good, what's bad, what's right, what's wrong. And we feel like we we don't have a, that's what makes us feel like we don't have a choice because we overthink those, right? Which is left brain hemisphere thinking. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and they talk about that in the CIA document too, about... The, the, the left, the logical thinking versus the right brain. Um, and the synchronization of syncing them together is where the real, that's where the real power is. Yes. And, and, and most of us are walking around not accessing it at all. We're completely in the left side, right? And you're, you're taking in things all the time. And depending on what you're exposing yourself to as well, you know, is programming things in you that you aren't even aware of so kind of walk me through the process of um, how it works when you take a client through the past life regression so um the very first thing that we do so the session takes about four to six hours right so the very most important thing is we do kind of like an interview, right, to begin with. Because the client needs to um, trust me, right, because we're, I am taking them um, somewhere where they've never been before kind of thing. This is new. So if they don't trust me, it's not going to work. Um, also, it gives me an understanding of their life um, and understanding of what questions to ask them. Um, so that's the beginning. That's the first part of the session. Kind of creating the trust so the second part of the session is the hypnosis um and i guess in the simplest words to explain it is think of um a guided meditation mm-hmm. right so it's so it's done with words right so i kind of you know uh get them into a theta state of mind just to explain what a theta state of mind is is we're in it twice a day when we wake up and we and we fall asleep so it's that state in between complete sleep and being awake right that's our theta state so that's where i need to bring them in order to um to put them into trance so and i do that with words and i do ask questions and um this way they don't fall asleep and um, we don't always go to past lives, right? So it does say, you know, usually people say it's past life regression. Yes. But this is mainly, there are sessions where people specifically go and do past life regressions. Um, and I do have a few clients who come just for that. Um, but this is really a healing session. So past life regression is not the main part in my mind, right? In my mind is... They're, they're here to heal emotionally, um, physically, letting go of guilt, um, trauma, whatnot, right? So the past life part of it is not, we don't always go to past lives. Sometimes people see the past of this life because your, however you want to call it, your subconscious, your higher self will show you exactly what you need for your healing, right? So everything depends on the questions that you're coming with and um the issues that you want to address so 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 your uh idea client is someone basically that um, may be experiencing some type of emotional 
hardship or you know there's something that they are trying to get over um emotionally and they seek out your assistance to kind of help them through that or discover that right to or what's, what's, your, what's your idea client i guess ideal <laughs> um ideal client what, what are they what are they seeking why why do they come to you in the first place people come for healing um people come for let me see i've had many um women mostly women um with let's say being sexually abused as let's say children or um in this in in the bad relationships right so it's those emotional scars but emotional scars can be very different right they can be physical as well right if it's a sexual abuse it's emotional and physical um emotional scars can be guilt right some cultures um in some cultures that's sort of a way of bringing up a child through guilt right guilting them um but that guilt is very difficult to live with when you're grown up right and from that believe it or not there are other issues that let's say um i had a client she had an acid um acid reflux right and that was all the guilt that's where it was that's what we figured out that's where all her guilt from the way she was brought up that's where it was sitting wow. right so um so our emotions uh do cause us physical illnesses um so that's also part of what we do we clear out the emotion and we get rid of the physical illness so i can't say that there is it's hard to say who the ideal client would be because everyone is so different and we all have issues there's i don't know any i don't know even one person who doesn't right but that's part of life well you you touched on something that i actually forgot and and i'm very fascinated by um is when you talk about the different elements that our body have can have um that come from some type of like so the physical injury can happen you know playing a sport or you know tripping down the stairs or stubbing your toe for example um but any kind of reoccurring pain any kind of reoccurring ailment can be actually much deeper than just the status quo right yes and even stabbing uh, a toe um could also mean something so yeah. uh, yes um so um the way what, what, what can that mean because i stubbed my toe a few weeks ago i remember and it hurt really bad i thought it was broke for like two three right days. or left leg which leg it was my right so right side of the body is something that's happening now uh, right right this moment however you're living right left side is um left side is past of this life or past lives right so usually legs have to do with uh going moving forward right so the general understanding is anything that has to do with legs is fear of moving forward or you need to make kind of a decision to move forward or make a decision which way to go and you're stalling mm. or it's kind of telling you get on your path right you got to move forward because it's happening right now so at the time of so the at the actual time of stubbing the toe then i mean that's really when you need to have the awareness i guess to um i guess kind of take a pause and and think about the of what's happening in your life what's, what's happening in your life at that point in time mm-hmm. yeah and your higher self is very literal um as an example if um carpal tunnel right and i'm using carpal tunnel because i had carpal tunnel on both hands and um this was way before I discarded QHHT, so I did have um, uh, I did have two operations done, but they, it helped. But I would still have pain. So, a carpal tunnel has to do with hands. What do we do with hands? We hold something, right? 
So if we're holding on to something so tightly, it doesn't have to be physical, right? It's all emotional, right? So we're not letting go. It can be letting go of, um, let's say, um, separation from a child, separation from your parent, right? Or we're holding on to a person or we're holding on to the idea. It can be many things, right? We're and, and we're all aware of it. So once you sit down, you think about it, what am I holding on to? Am I holding out? Uh, am I holding on to an idea of being perfect? Am I holding uh, on to um, an idea of um, having, I don't know, a big car and a house and it worries me? Do you know what I mean? But the moment we, we realize it, that pain is no longer needed because that pain really gives us our higher self is saying, let go, let go. You don't need it. Let go. Right. So all of our answers are really truly within. Wow. That is awesome. That is really awesome. Um, that is fascinating. And, and I believe that to be true. Now, most people's natural reaction in, in today's society in the Western society is when you have an ailment, automatically, um, you know, you go to see a doctor, a Western doctor, and they'll evaluate you. You're, you know, asking your symptoms, what you're, what you're having, and um, and then they'll prescribe you some medication. You have rheumatoid arthritis, so you just take these pills. And it's going to help ease the inflammation. But it never really goes away. Mm-hmm. So well, we're just... The, the emotion is still there. The emotion is still there. You haven't... You haven't attacked the root of the problem. And... I think we were talking about this... Uh, when we first met. Is that... If our medical society would start... I know we're a long way off from this right now. right? It seems like it anyway. Um, but of course in the alternate universe it's happening right now, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they need to dig deeper, right? And find out what's going on with you emotionally because that is where everything is found out. That's where everything is discovered. And I've always been fascinated with the emotions and that's why I, the name of my podcast is Raw Emotion. And for anybody that doesn't know, emotion stands for energy manifesting outcomes that impact our nature. Because emotions do impact our very nature all the time. Um, And by using tools such as what you have and what you offer, like those are the things that we, that are in our natural God-given ability to access to to help um, heal Mm -hmm. and fix things in our lives. And so, yeah. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) But there are a lot of other modalities and I'm so Mm -hmm. thankful that there are more and more of it um, is known now, right? Um, I'm very fond of Reiki, for example, right? That also kind of moves your energy um, just to, I guess, explain in the simple words what Reiki is, is really um, working with your energy uh, spots, right? Your chakras and moving that energy along because it's it, it, it gets stuck, right? In specific areas. But again, that energy is also emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Energy is, I mean, <clears throat> everything is energy. Yes. Everything is energy um, and frequency. And certain emotions hold certain frequencies um, and lower frequencies are going to have a more quote unquote negative. There's really no negative or positive, but uh, a feeling of more negative, negative things going on in your life as well. And, And I think within the last year and a half with the whole COVID um, situation, more so not the COVID, but the the results of it in terms of quarantining and people being isolated. I really think people are starting to really go more inside 
and access their higher self. Uh, because a lot of people are questioning the status quo right now. Um, the, the things that we have known um, are never going to be the same. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are looking at this whole kind of shakeup as a negative thing. I'm, I'm looking at this as a very necessary thing. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, because life can't continue to go on the way it's been going like it's got to be a a higher purpose a bigger connection of souls coming together and helping each other out i think a lot of people are starting to discover that now and people don't want to live in fear anymore people do not want to live in fear and they shouldn't yeah yes and they shouldn't because fear is really an illusion right Mm mm-hmm and it's an illusion that is being, um, you know, blasted out there just on a continual 24-7 basis. So you got to be careful what you tune into. And when I say tune, I mean the literal sense of tune. Yes. No, I agree. Um, I think the first thing that I hear people do uh, is the news, right? Because it's a continual, a continuous um, um kind of stream of fear right that's that's exactly what it is that i mean that's really literally exactly what it is a continuous stream of fear there's they're not giving you any any real thing that you're going to be able to solve or mm-hmm. or figure out you know by the information that they're telling you some sometimes it's even fabricated um so you know, we have to move beyond that. We have to shut that out. Start talking to your neighbors. Start talking to your coworkers. People that you haven't talked to. Just start talking to people. Yeah. I mean, really. That's that's what it's all about. And and having open conversations about your emotions. <laughs> I mean, really, because um, like we've been discussing this entire time emotions is really kind of the basis of everything that we do in life we are in school here on this planet in this lifetime and these emotions these are these are our playground really Mm -hmm. because you can just as much as emotions can kind of rock your world and devastate your life they can also be intently used for the betterment to improve your life but that's the whole idea right we're here to learn and a lot of times when something happens to us um let's say it's a breakup it's because the breakup and, and you know the whole idea of love it's the easiest to use because that there's a lot of emotions that come with it right and we a lot of times people feel well why me why why do i have to go through with this right we 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 automatically drop into this um kind of like we drop into this frequency of being uh, a victim Mm -hmm. why me right whereas we can look at it two sides to any coin right we can look at it okay i'm not a victim and what am i learning from this what is this life trying to or this lesson right what am i learning here um was it that i wasn't compatible with this person oh was it that i need to change or was it that i need to look for someone who has um the same interests that i do right right so it's just a different look at a situation because we're so zoomed in into our problems Right. And into that, into emotion. That's what it is. Like we zoom in into that emotion. But if we kind of sit down and we take a situation and we imagine the lens, right? And we zoom out of it and we kind of take all those raw emotions, right? And um, I don't want to say turn them off, right? But sort of tune them down a bit. And zoom out and look at the situation. Look at it at different uh, from different sides. Well, why is this happening, right? But not going. Well, they did it to me. Not going there. No, mm-hmm. because again, we are um, we are 
we have free will and nobody does anything to us that we don't want or don't allow because right. the moment you think that you're a victim and none of us are that's right we're creating i mean we're we're creating our own lives like everything wherever you're at at this point was led up to <laughs> by you and, and and your creation now whatever the situation is <clears throat> whether it's a job loss a breakup whatever it is like your energy has been it's, it's constantly in creation we just don't realize it but we're constantly creating our circumstances wherever we're at now whatever we're experiencing now was created from the past and we're constantly creating and that's why words are so powerful and important and that's why um in nlp we really focus on the words, the type of words that we use. And you just think about the simple things that we're just so used to saying on a daily basis. Like, oh, I gotta get up, go to work tomorrow. Traffic's gonna be horrible. Boom. So we're talking quantum physics, right? Boom. The energy is out there. Chances are the traffic is probably gonna be horrible. Yep. And it's just simple stuff. Like, oh, um, you know, I'm a realtor. I want to buy a house, but it's going to be so difficult. And this is a story you keep repeating and telling yourself. It does actually end up being a difficult process, you know, but you have just the same amount of power to do the exact opposite and proclaim that things are going to be easy. You can proclaim that traffic's going to be light. I can't tell you how many times that. I'll pull into a crowded parking lot and I've intently, I put out, I said, you know what? I'm going to get a parking space close to the building. Just like that. I'll come around the corner. Just as I'm coming around the corner, this car happens to be pulling out right in the exact spot that I proclaimed before anybody else could get to it. I'm just in the exact perfect place at the perfect time. I've done that numerous times. Have you ever experienced oh, yeah. anything? Yeah. Yes. I well with the parking, I because I um I started my business in New York, so I lived in New York. Hmm. And when I had clients, I would tell them as you're driving, think of a parking spot right in front of my building. And I would do the same. Mm-hmm. And it never fails. They would find a parking in front of it in new york new york new york uh well, oh. this was brooklyn it's very difficult to find parking yeah man. especially in the summer even because i live by the ocean so there's everyone coming to the ocean so and it never failed i mean i still use it you're right i just do it the same way and um you can use it with anything right you can use it with rain and if you need it not to rain mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? And the more people think about it positively, kind of the better. And they've done studies about it, too. But, well, it's it's yeah. a written history. The Mayans <laughs> did it. The Mayans did it on a consistent basis. They would all, you know, together ask for rain at certain times, mm-hmm. and it would rain. That's collective consciousness. Okay, Because we're all connected. The more people that you have trying to manifest the same thing, it happens yeah. if you think about it that's why things are going the way they're going right now because people are manifesting fear mm-hmm. right yeah why are people being affected by so hard by these crazy things that are that are happening and it's because it's fear you have a large collective consciousness fearful about specific things mm-hmm. you have all that energy going towards it and, and it becomes their reality. Their reality. Yes. And you're it's right. my create, reality. Yes, we create our own reality. You're absolutely right. Whatever you want is what you're going to have in your life. Right. And um, no, that's, you're absolutely right. And um, so, especially when it comes to health, um, so we're very advanced human beings but we're also very delicate 
and um, our health right now is being messed with. Mm-hmm. It's being threatened. It's being manipulated. So it's now now is the time more than any time in a very very long time that uh, we need to start looking into and just thinking outside the box. It's not really outside the box. I mean, it's it's really just getting back to who you are. But you know, start um, doing some some more research. This internet thing is pretty cool. You can look up a lot. You can look up a lot of stuff. And um, how do they get a hold of you to discover more about what you do? And yeah, and I was gonna also book an appointment. Sure. Um, I just wanted to add something about health, right? So. Um, Yes, there are other alternatives to what we're used to or we're conditioned to. Um, but also, don't forget that we can do anything, right? And if you, um, and again, I've tried it on myself. Um, that's, that's the only reason why I kind of talk about this is that if you lie down and um, uh, let's say you have a cold, right and you're congested right again it doesn't happen in seconds because we're used to you know everything happening fast because that's what a pill does right we are uh, we are delicate creatures it takes time but if you lie down and if you concentrate on let's say you have a stuffy nose and however you want to imagine it kind of um opening up use your imagination because your brain our brains are amazing right you can use it as you know you have a shuffle and you shuffling snow however you want it right that you're no longer stuffy like you no longer have a stuffy nose it will uh, or imagine it again being snow and it melting because there's a sun right mm-hmm. and we can do anything and you will see that the stuffiness will go away it, we it's the simplest thing right because it doesn't cost money all you need to do is lie down and kind of play with it that's all it is it, it works i i mean yeah. i can't tell you first of all i can't even remember the last time i've been sick i just i don't get sick and i mean this is actually a story i've been repeating probably a lot lately and i, I, I don't but when I do start to feel something coming along, I, I can't tell you how many times I've, you know, done something similar to what you're talking about and willed it away. You start to get that little itchy, yeah. you know, feeling in your throat. And you're like, you know, my throat feels good. My throat feels clear. My throat, whatever it is that you want to say, either say or, or imagine, it will happen. And, and you know that goes back to the basic quantum physics like if you don't if you can't wrap your mind around the spirituality of it then wrap your mind around the scientific part of it doesn't matter just get there yes yes <laughs> just get there because yeah we are super powerful yes and i believe um this was from eckhart tolle um i don't know if you know eckhart tolle the power mm-hmm. of now I do. So that is a book of, on my shelf. Yeah, that was one of the first ones I read. But one of his things was that uh, in order to boost your immune system, um, you can do it every night. You just lie down and you literally just go um, kind of concentrate on each part of your body for a couple of seconds, you know, 15 seconds. And whichever really hurts, right, you concentrate more. But it's kind of like boosts your metab- uh, not metabolism, your immune system, right? Kind of self-check. Yes. Um, but I also always tell people, um, you don't have to believe what I believe in, right? But if you, as you get the information, um, sit with it and be like, okay, my thoughts about it, do they have to do with uh, what I was taught, right, as a child? Or do I truly feel like this information is BS, <laughs> for, for lack of a better word, right? What resonates with you, right? Because we were conditioned, we, we have to remember that. And it's not that, you know, our parents are bad, you know, 
don't go into that now, but it's a conditioning, right? That um, like I was conditioned. I come from, um, I think I mentioned, I come from a, a Russian Jewish background and I was conditioned. We have to be a lawyer, um, uh, an accountant, right? You have to have a profession in order to survive. And that's what I struggled with, right? So the moment we kind of sit down, we're like, well, what's really my thoughts? And what is something that I was taught by others and you and you and you and you can pick and choose right we're grown up already that <laughs> you can pick and choose this one works for me but this one doesn't so i'm gonna let go of this idea right that um i don't know that i have to be an accountant or a lawyer or a doctor but i'm gonna keep the fact that i need to be a good person you know so we are able at this time pick and choose but yes <laughs> yeah and and how you feel about it like you, know, you mentioned that how it resonates with you so you know how does it make you feel and you just got to tune in and recognize that feeling because you can recognize that a, something that makes you feel good and light versus something that makes you feel heavy anxious um you know guilty whatever the case be so just really tune into that and, and see how it resonates with you good yeah. advice yeah so I'll get back to what you asked before, how to find me. Because <laughs> yeah. I know we weird off. I can talk forever about this because these are always interesting topics. I mean, the easiest way to find me is really uh, Sophia Lifshitz, uh, QHHT.com. Uh, That's my website. Um, so um, I have interesting information there, some videos. If whoever is um, interested to know what QHHT is, um, and you can, anyone can really also book there or contact me if they have any more questions. I do do um, a free 30 minute um, kind of consultation, conversation, because not everyone is sure that's what they want to do. And that's okay. And what I believe in is that um, this is really work of trust. So, and when I tell people, if you decide to do QHHT, make sure you speak to your practitioner first because you need to feel like yes i trust this person yes i want because if you speak to them they're like and you feel like they're not really for you don't do it because it's not going to be as um as well it's going to be so positive but you won't be able maybe to open up as much right because you you want to get as much as possible from a session because these sessions are really should be a one-time thing Right? This is not for coming back over and over and over, right? Um, people do come back sometimes. I'm trying to think if I've ever had a client to come back. Um, not yet, <laughs> but uh, well, because during the session you get so much information and your higher self tells you what to do next, right? And you kind of go home, you get your homework and you continue working on yourself, right? Because that's what we're here for. We're here to better ourselves. We're here to grow. So. Um, and yeah, do you provide right. them like with a recording of their session or? Yes, I provide with a recording of the session and it, it is extremely, 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 extremely important that they listen to it because when they listen to it, that energy of healing continues. That energy um, of love, because your high self always comes with love, um, the energy of the session, it's still there, right? And again, it's kind of, again, we're going to quantum Right? because it happened already but you're listening to it right but it's still there and you're still receiving the healing you're still receiving uh, the messages um, and I always ask yourself uh, you know how long should the person listen to this for um, and they'll tell I mean when I had my session done because I wanted to know how my clients feel uh, for the first time my higher self said well she needs to listen every day for months <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, and the more you listen, you do feel the healing. You feel like with each day, um, with each day, in general, we don't really notice, right? Because it's little minute things. But after, you know, after a week, you feel the difference that, you know, your burden is lighter kind of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Well, it sounds awesome. I'm definitely going to sign up and get my session. QHHT. I can't wait to, uh, discover what's locked up in this dome of mine <laughs> always so much interesting stuff <laughs> so much stuff yes <laughs> i'm 
I'm gonna be like, what? I said that. <laughs> well, that's that's how usually people are, and just so that um, a lot of people have expectations um, to break those expectations quickly. A lot of times, most of the time now, people remember almost everything. They might not remember every minute thing, but we are present. We're still there, right? Um, so it's not like I'm gonna, you know, you're kind of like, like knocked out. You're not sleep. You're, you're, you're not asleep. You're yeah. conscious. You're in that theta yes. um, mode, yeah. like you said, and uh, just right on that edge of kind of that foggy type feeling you feel right before you fall asleep. Yes. Yes. And the idea is to not turn on the left side of the brain. Kind of let it sleep. Left side of the brain can sleep because that side of the brain is going to say, well, I'm making this up. And my answer is always keep making it up. Because if that's if that's what your left brain is telling you, I'm going to tell you, yeah, keep on doing it. Because otherwise, it kind of wakes you up constantly, that left side of the brain, right? Well, oh, this is dumb. Oh, I'm making this up. Or this can't be, right? And then that kicks you out of that theta state. And I need you to just trust and be in that state and relax. Right. So that's why it's important to do the consultation. And so you can, you know, build that rapport and, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, really get comfortable with with each other before uh, you go ahead and go into that so yes definitely that's good stuff all right well i think that about does it for uh this episode i really appreciate you coming on talking about quantum healing hypnosis technique or qhht uh sophia uh once again thank you thank namaste you. and um again so you can reach sophia at Sophia Lubschitz, QHHT.com. That's S O P H I A L I V S H I T Z. Yes. QHHT.com. Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'm also on Instagram. It's the same thing, Sophia Lubschitz, QHHT. And Facebook, it's the same, Sophia Lubschitz, QHHT. <laughs> All right, perfect. Yep. All right. Thank you again. And thanks for tuning in to another episode of Raw Emotion. I'm your host, Derek Chappelle. And until next time.